0: Welcome, everyone, to Stay In Your Lane Podcast. I'm your host, John Maley, brought to you by Triple T Transport. Today's guests, I know this is going to be a a first one or a second one for me. I think uh, Joe Lombardo is the only person that uh, would fall under the C word that we've had on our podcast. And, you know, the C word for us is consultants. Uh, We've got a special special couple of gentlemen here. We've got two of the three. We also are going to be missing Mike Deller, but I'd like to introduce you to... uh, Scott Allen and Todd Miles, they're with Criterion Supply Solutions. And gentlemen, say hi. Hello. Morning. All right. Um, they, they both fit a different role uh, for Criterion, but uh, the reason why we're having them on today is so that uh, many of our shippers can understand that we understand more than transportation and that um, the supply solutions. And the, the business model that Criterion runs under here is different than most that you'll find, and it's pretty refreshing. So at this point in time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass you off to Todd Miles. Todd, uh, help, uh, help our viewers understand your business model and what value you bring and how you operate.
1: Good, good. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to, to speak with your viewers. Um, we're really a procurement services and value engineering group and what we really do is you know the elevator pitch should be you know we help companies reduce costs without laying people off and how do we do that what we'll do is come in and do a spend analysis with our clients and we'll look at uh, the last 12 months of spend and ingredients packaging indirect spend and then from there we'll analyze that and pick out selected categories uh, where we feel that we can add value to reduce their costs in those uh, categories and we do that by utilizing our past experiences knowledge uh, that we've developed over you know 35 to 40 years the gray hairs are here and uh, we've earned them but um, we do that through should cost modeling also of really understanding what's what's the cost what are the driving economic factors for that category you know discuss with their their suppliers directly uh, utilizing our should cost modeling to reduce their costs Um, We've been in some of the sweet spots areas that we look at. You know, we really focus on the food, pet food, consumer products industries. Uh, We focus on middle market and private equity groups. Um, Probably our sweet spot is anybody that's got 20 million in revenue to probably four or 500 million in revenue and have two to four to five uh, production plants. Uh, from that perspective, and, and we really focus on the smaller companies and middle market companies because one, the, the Nestle's, the Mars's, the crafts of the world have, have um, uh, their own staffs and people that can do this, but really when you get to the smaller companies, they, the people in the procurement groups and operations group, they wear a lot of different hats, plus they're you know, stretched many different ways on a daily basis, and really a lot of times they can't just they they can't step, you know, take a look and um, do it strategically. They're more tactical. Just, you know, you got a marketing person screaming for samples. you got operations screaming for product. You've got the R&D wanting to get a new product in to test. And these people are more tactical just to get those operations, and they really don't have the time to step back and take a strategic look at what they're procuring and how a uh, strategic sourcing program can put them be put together to to leverage that. Um, another area we also focus on is private equity groups because they, you know, they get our business model. Our business model is a gain share. Um, that's nothing new out there, but the way we approach it is in a different manner. Um, the way we approach it over a duration of time, after the savings or actual savings are there, we get paid on a monthly basis on actual shipments um, from that perspective. And usually it goes minimum is 12 months, maximum 24 depending upon the category, the category turnover, et cetera. Um, from that perspective, as we go along, the, the client is saving money on actual shipments by line item skew. And if they don't have shipments in a month, well, they didn't save anything. So we don't get a portion of that savings that they've saved that month. Um, so we're, we're 100% skin in the game. Um, also too, it's you know, you know, going back to the football analogy, we got to put points on the scoreboard to, for us to get compensated. And that that's what we do and and that's the only way we will ever do it from from going forward um so another another area we do too is you know if we do have multiple companies that are not competitors and say they've got corrugated packaging uh what we can do there is also take these multiple companies and do a collaborative buy program to leverage three or four companies' volume and leverage that in the industry and utilizing I should cost modeling so. We've done that. We do that quite often with our clients where they're, where they're not a, you know, competitor against each other from that perspective. So it's a little bit different, unique uh, skill sets that we have that we feel, you know, our competitors don't have that type of skill set within their people who they are utilizing. And, and it's really real life experiences and, you know, proven results.
0: How, how did you come up with this?
2: The one thing I'll add, Todd would also sweep the warehouse if it would add value to it. So uh, <laughs> I think I've seen him do that one time or another. Uh, the way the, co- the company was was founded is um, I worked in oversaw procurement for several uh, food companies. HCA Heinz Company oversaw it globally. And many times I would, uh, my boss, who was the chairman of the company, as well as others would bring uh, firms into, consultants into, uh, save us money and, Every time I sat with the consulting firms that were out there, none of them had ever written a purchase order. None of them had ever worked in a purchasing department. They were fantastic at uh, putting together business plans and making presentations, PowerPoint presentations, in uh, selling it within the companies. So what, when that happened, um, you would get handed the opportunity working with their, their, their junior folks because they would end up flying out of town. Uh, I went through that concept several times, be it with the Heinz company, also with Nestle, uh, where I oversaw procurement there also, and knew there was a better way. And it was, it was really based on bringing people in that had worked in procurement, that were strategic sourcing people themselves that understood should cost modeling, that understood value to the customer that people could relate to, but only work on a gain share basis, which was you only get rewarded if you show results, and you stay and implement those results. You don't leave town after after presenting or even negotiating those results. In, uh, I served on a board of a company of a packaging company called Inopac, and as an aside, we uh, talked about. The the uh, view I had, the image as far as going forward, the business plan, I put together a business plan and financials. And uh, make a long story short, the three of them ended up funding the company. They believed in it so much, and then they became our partners. Uh, Todd, at that time, I was holding him back. He was down at Smithfield. And when we founded the company, which was, what, Todd, 2012? Yeah. If time mm-hmm. flies. Todd came in as our managing director to run the company. And so today that business model still holds case as far as we, we have support people, of course, for them and everything too. Uh, but Todd runs the company, uh, we, we meet on a quarterly basis, if not sooner and drive the company from that standpoint. And it, it is truly based, uh, they, they truly bought into the program as far as operating from a results-based gain share basis, and it's it's operated from that standpoint. Since then, we've had great results.
0: Well, and that's why you came highly recommended. Uh, There's some similarities between how we operate and how you operate, and and I think it comes with a commitment to bringing value. It does. It 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 absolutely
2: right? does. Uh, yeah. You know the best the best compliment we get as far as showing value. We believe it. They're excited. Um, the amount of dollars that come to the uh, to some of the companies and everything what we really know that we've done a great job is within the food industry especially the concerns package good industries we see people that move in leadership roles from company to company over periods of time especially with private equity and you know you've done well when those leaders those ceos coos bring you back into the company that they're now running and we have that todd we have it on a on
0: a consistent basis, don't we? Yes, we do, consistent, yep. yep. There's always growing pains, and the growing pains uh, are solved by a prioritization schedule, right? I mean, you, you if you're running the company, you've got 15 things that are the priority, and you're gonna divide and conquer and figure out what's number one through 15, And and sometimes what you guys are looking at is the 15 to 25, that if there's no blood, there's no foul, right? And then you come in and say, you know, there's a better way to do this. John, you know, the, the, the other thing that's, that's really different, and, and remind
2: me to tell you a story about Todd when we were younger, uh, when his uh, Nestle technical days, but what, 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 another difference here is uh, we find, whether it's corrugated packaging, whether it's flexible film, um, you, you know, whether it's sweeteners, we're in the market conducting negotiations every six months, once a year, every three months uh, in those categories for food companies, for consumer packaged good industries. Um, that happens once every three to five years. So not only are we in the market and, and, and I should say also it, it can happen on an annual basis, too. But a lot of times those are just based on uh, adjustment mechanisms and contracts. So we're actually in the market with several different companies using should cost modeling to where we actually understand really where the market's at and where it should be. And when we do the assessments, we can tell right away if, if there's opportunity, not within, within the company. So I would say, Todd, that probably separates us from a lot of folks out there.
1: It does. And along with that, you know, if we're doing, say, multiple year agreements for our clients, um if it's a three-year agreement we're going to be with that client for three years to make sure you know if there are any price changes uh with the mechanism we set up there's no margin creep occurring they're uh you know attending to and and doing pricing properly and if there's new items because always you know the supplier will come in and be real aggressive on the current business and then use margin creep on new items that come out we're, we're there to assist to make sure that margin creep doesn't happen over that duration of time. And that's still part of our gain share percentage that we receive. We just don't walk away after that's done. We we're stay we're fully committed to them to make sure it's operating properly. And we had one case with, with one large client of ours where we did uh, look at the new items that came out with corrugated. And it was about six months after uh, the supply transition went on. And we clawed back eight hundred and sixty five thousand dollars with the margin creep that we went through with the new items that came out. Um they were they were disadvantaged by eight sixty-five from the way we set it up and agreed to in regards to pricing levels it should be. And that was clawed back for the client. So we, we we just we also that's that's another value added where if you're dealing with other consulting groups, you know, once they get your payment, it's like <laughs> who are you again? <laughs> they're they're gone.
0: So you need longer-term commitments, and it sounds like you work the longer-term commitment and maybe the shorter-term reviewing from a pricing structure perspective and, and stay tied to it. And then after the fact is where you, you know, after the savings are there and they're realizing the savings is where you guys get compensation, you know. You normally in, in most jobs, you don't normally get paid until the job is done, and for most, you know it's uh situational or there's a lot of turnover from the people at the at the lower level doing the work from the consulting companies. so we had Jimmy for six months, now we got Joe next six months to a year we got Mikey, and there is no consistency no, that's Thank you both for. The, the time and for sharing with us what's different about Criterion and, and what value you bring. Uh, we're going to share this with, with all of our viewers. I'd love to hear, uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a broker. We're in the, I'm the B word, right? We're in the brokerage business. Um, but we operate with a higher level of integrity in and a business model much different than our competitors also. So we totally can relate to where you're coming from. And what's the difference? So, thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you for being on. Uh, we look forward to uh, working together in the future. And when opportunities arise, uh, we're going to share them with you. And you share. Not a problem.
2: We appreciate the assistance,
0: distance. Uh, John, it's,
2: been, it's it's been great getting to know you.